There are two kinds of, well, I don't know if there's two. There's at least two kinds. Maybe there's more. But at least two kinds of love. And the kind of love I'm talking about, and a good example of it, is the love of a parent to their children. One kind, if the kid comes home and he's kind of sniffling, one type of parent will immediately go and, oh, make chicken soup and make sure that they're warm and take care of them and give them medicine and vitamins and all that stuff and kind of like coddle them to, to make them feel better. The other kind, when the kid comes home and is sniffly and gets a cold, will say, I told you you should have worn a coat. And kind of chastise them for something that is already out of their control because it happened in the past. It's sort of too late. Yes, maybe they should have worn a coat, but the cold is already there. And maybe they got a cold for some other reason besides the coat, and sometimes people just get sick, and that's kind, of, that's kind of it. And those are sort of two sides. Now it's possible to combine the two, and I think the Gospel today is an example of that. It's really easy to just be one of those sort of forms of love. It's really easy to just sort of take the nice side of love and just sort of coddle people and make them feel better. And it's also really easy to just be the mean one, be sort of the bad cop. And sort of depending on your personality or maybe your mood, you're gonna sort of prefer one or the other. And the gospel today shows one side of that only. It shows Jesus going to the temple, overturning these tables, he makes a whip of cords, he is chastising them, because that is an important part of love. Teaching is an important part of love, especially of parental love. And sometimes teaching requires a little bit of force behind it. It's not just a matter of information. You sort of, there sort of has to be punishment sometimes. And this is what Jesus is exhibiting here. And when it comes to family life, or when it comes to yourself, or when it comes to larger sort of community issues, even including the church, it's very easy to just sort of pick one side of these things and just be negative. Though that's important, it's only half. It's very easy, and sometimes I have that personality even with myself, to just be negative towards yourself and to only be critical. And if you make a mistake to be so mean to yourself, that you just like, you know, you already feel bad, you did something wrong, and then after you have that conversation in your head, you feel even worse, and you're even more discouraged. And sometimes with your family, whether it's a brother or sister or a child or somebody else in the family, they make a mistake, and it's so easy to just be so critical and so mean that you didn't really teach them anything, you just kind of broke them even more because you're missing the other half. Similarly with a larger community issue, it's so easy, there's nothing easier than complaining about the church. I was talking to somebody the other day and they had so many complaints about the church and they had actually like left the church and joined some other community. Like, oh gosh, that's really easy to do. It's really easy to just sort of like complain so much, see the negative so much that you just give up. That you just disown your child, you give up on yourself and your own soul and you just give up on your community. With Chaldeans, we have all kinds of problems as a community, even sort of as a, as a culture. It's so easy to just give up and just, I'm not Chaldean anymore. I'm not part of this community anymore. That's not love because it's only the negative side 
And it's easy, like I keep saying, it's easy to complain and do only that. On the other hand, it's also easy to just coddle and flatter people all the time. And again, depending on your personality or depending on your mood, you might spoil yourself and just be too nice to yourself all the time. And you could commit some of the most horrible sins in the world and say, you know what, it's okay, everybody makes a mistake. And if you're of that sort of temperament, and I've, I think most priests would probably tell you the same thing, a lot of times we'll be hearing confessions and somebody will go in, go in and they'll begin the confession by saying, you know, I'm a good person, but, and then it's always the most like horrifying confessions we hear after they announce that they're a good person. Because that personality, they coddle themselves. They make themselves feel better even when they don't really deserve that and that's not what they need. Similarly, it's really easy to spoil your kids and to just give them whatever they want just to stop them from complaining and, you know, make your life easier. And similarly, it's easy to flatter your community and blind yourself and not let yourself see any of the flaws that are there. Each side by itself is easy. And it's not love because only it's only a half measure. Love is something that in its nature is full, is complete. There's no half love. Jesus went in, knocked down the tables, made a whip, said, get out of here. But they were just doing their job. They weren't doing anything dishonest. He wasn't doing it because they were stealing. He was doing it because the time for those sacrifices, those animal sacrifices in the temple, that time was coming to an end. But it didn't come to an end because Jesus went in and knocked the tables down. They put the tables back up and they were selling that stuff the, the next day, probably later that day. The complaining didn't fix it. His sacrifice fixed it. And when they say, what sign do you have for doing this? He said, Tear, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. He was talking about the temple of his body. The complaining means nothing if you're not willing to make the sacrifices. And nobody is sitting around waiting for your opinion as if that's going to be their salvation. Jesus criticized them because he was about to die for them. That's complete love. Do not criticize what you're not willing to die for, what you're not willing to pay the price for. And it's easy to say, I'll die for you. Very easy to say you'll die for somebody because those are words. But if you're not willing even to be patient with somebody for five minutes, if you're not willing to forgive somebody, you're not willing to die for them. You're, you're, you're kidding yourself. If you're not willing to treat them with purity, if you're not willing to treat them with kindness, even if you're in a bad mood, forget about dying for them. And if you're not willing to do that, keep the criticism to yourself. Same thing with your own soul. It has to be both. If you are not willing to actually take care of yourself and to be a healthy, decent human being to your own soul, why are you criticizing yourself then? You don't just, if you're only doing that half, or if all you do is coddle yourself and you're not willing to even take criticism from yourself, that's a half measure. Your soul will rot. Christ, brothers and sisters, shows us what complete love is towards yourself, towards your family, and also towards your community. And love always, especially on this earth, requires both criticism, so that you have to be willing to be the bad guy sometimes, but never criticism by itself. 
criticism as well as sacrifice. And if you're willing and able to do both, then you're approaching the kind of love that Christ is showing us. We are not able to do that on our own. We need God's grace to be able to love the way God loves. And so we receive the Eucharist today so that Christ himself can live in us, expand our hearts so that we can love fully and not with just half measures.